Hey, thanks for hanging with us on a game day. Jaguars and Ravens from Baltimore. I'm live at M&T Bank Stadium right on the field. Austin Lane back in the Action Sports Shack studios. We've been doing this all week. It's really been a lot of fun, mostly because I don't have to really be that close and talk to Austin other than uh, during the segments. Nice. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, sometimes we need a break. Oh, that we do. That we do. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, I'll be honest. It's it's nice to have you uh, in this studio because things run a little more smoothly, especially with Kuz is here. But now that Scott's taking over for Kuz today, uh, we we are like a well-oiled machine. So. Da, 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 da. Yeah. so, hey, by all means, man, if, if you want to go to Bristol and hang on ESPN a little bit and maybe put the good word in for me, I'd appreciate it. Hey, I'm thinking of going to the Jumbo Shrimp game tomorrow. I don't know if you Same want to do that. But there's nine, game, nine uh, uh, home games left. Okay. Jumbo Shrimp have been fun all season long. And you know who's going to throw out the first pitch tomorrow for the Jumbo Shrimp? Hit me with it. Jackson. Bo Jackson. Oh, wow. Bo knows Bo. baseball. That's a that's a, that's a big name right there. Bo yeah. knows Jacksonville tomorrow. Yeah, that's, that's a big really name cool. right there. You know, like listen, some again, we do this and you talk to players and it, you get to do a lot of cool things. Yeah. When th- when I saw that release today that Bo Jackson's coming, I was like, that's pretty cool. Sure. Bo yeah. Jackson coming's pretty cool. Like I might want to go over there, and uh, I don't think we can get him on because he's not going to do like any one-on-one interviews, is what I've heard. He will do a little bit of media availability, but it'll be all together. Unfortunately, I'd love to get him on, but I'm still thinking maybe we go over there tomorrow and uh, hang out at the baseball field since there was only about uh, uh, two more home stands to go. This one and one more coming up in a couple of weeks. So uh, we're thinking about it. Maybe we'll be on the road once again. Okay, Come yeah, on, I mean, just, yeah, I mean, it's it's not my call, you know. Whatever, whatever you go, I'm gonna go with you. So yeah, just to make Scott's job a little more difficult. There we go. Yeah, uh, add a little thanks, more stress Thanks, to thanks. I appreciate life. that. Hey, yeah, at least you won't have to go the split screen tomorrow. That's uh, a good point. Four days in a row of the split screen, we won't have to worry about that. But uh, you guys are doing a good job back there, and you know who does a good job? Stephanie Brown from WOKV 104.5. We had her in a couple weeks ago talking about Lot J when that announcement was made. Well, she broke a story today about the Florida Georgia game georgia florida game i'm equal time fair and balanced i say it both ways here on the program <laughs> and uh this one's for fans right stephanie tell us a little bit about it what's going on well i will say we do get to say florida georgia this year because of the <laughs> you know either or home game so just for my sanity i'm going to stick with that this time around uh, but enough. basically what we're looking at is a proposal for an enhanced fan experience in the days leading up to florida georgia so anybody following jacksonville news you know that the landing which is typically a a hub for entertainment around that game, well, that's not going to be in use from this year moving forward because it is being demolished. So the city looked at that and said, while they weren't responsible for programming the landing, they realized the entertainment loss that not having that venue will mean. So combing through the city's budget proposal, I found a few hundred thousand dollars that they want to spend to basically turn the heart of the sports complex into almost a fan festival kind of environment. So we're talking about Daly's place, stretching through the parking lots, the baseball grounds, all the way over to APR. They're not giving a lot of details about what this would look like just yet, um, but it would be live music and food and entertainment options and basically just creating a new entertainment hub right in the heart of the complex by the stadium instead of where the landing used to be. Interesting. That's really good stuff, Stephanie. You know, if you go back and think about this, you know, obviously the landing uh, is one of the hot spots, but even 
even prior to Daly's place in the flex field being built, there used to be a fan fest, if you will, right next to the stadium where the amphitheater and flex field now exist. They used to use that for Florida Georgia game and for the fans to come in and kind of party. Now, that was more day of stuff, mm-hmm. but even that area was then taken away, and RV City still is RV City. But I like the idea of this. You know, we go to a lot of these events, and if it's the draft or the, or the Super Bowl or the National Championship for college football, fan fests are a thing. You know, it's just part of it. It's now, it's, it's not out of the norm. So I like the idea with so many people in town all week of kind of spreading that throughout a couple of days and really doing things for the fans. And this would be for a few days. It's not a day of kind of experience. In fact, I mentioned they would be programming the parking lots to a degree. So that would be the days and nights leading up potentially, I think around two days is what they're targeting leading up to the event so that then they can kind of flip everything night of and still have a smooth game day experience. They are still also looking at all of the traditional events you're used to, the pep rallies, the Hall of Fame luncheon, things like that. This would be above and beyond that and something that they do want to become an annual thing. So this is the first year that it's appearing in the budget, the first year that, you know, it's being proposed, but something they hope could stick around and grow as we do look at that Lot J development that could be taking place. I love the look of this. I love the sound of it. Uh, when you were in a couple weeks ago, I told you how I think this is so important to a lot of the different sporting events that, that we cover and that are in Jacksonville and getting more sporting events in Jacksonville. And the one this sounds like it could lead into again, I'm talking about a 48-hour, 72-hour kind of period. I'll bring up the NFL draft again. The Jacksonville is a perfect venue with the stadium, flex field, and amphitheater right there for the NFL draft. It really is. Now, are you going to fit in 250,000 people or a half a million people like Nashville did and Philadelphia did probably not but I think the idea of this Stephanie kind of brings up the draft to me in my mind and says okay if we can do it here for Florida Georgia we can do it someday when this uh, city hosts the NFL draft you know they would have to get through the next few years I talked to some city leaders about this and you know the the stark reality is that after this game the next couple of years if we do have the lot J development take place when we have the Heartbridge ramps come down there's going to be a lot of construction that's taking place in that immediate core and they said they do expect that to even be a factor for the next Florida Georgia game and potentially even the one beyond that. So I I would be skeptical to say you're going to see any real big event taking place pending all of this development and construction. But that is really the message. You know, why invest a few hundred thousand dollars in this? Why be patient through this construction? The city said it is about what's on the other side and the potential that that could bring. And, you know, Brent, it's no uh, coincidence as well that we are in the window to renegotiate the Florida Georgia contract. And the city hopes that something like this is showing their commitment to really keeping the game here in the long term. Well, it's a good thought to bring up because coaches on both sides have been talking a little bit, especially Kirby Smart from Georgia, about getting that game out of Jacksonville. And I think it's all leverage talk, to be quite honest with you, from the school's point of view in terms of getting even more dollars out of this game for their football programs and universities. I don't think the game's going anywhere, but it's a good sign that the uh, city of Jacksonville is kind of amping up their spending and what they can do for the fans of both uh, teams and programs and universities. One other note, too. It's okay, Stephanie, if 
the draft or any of these big events don't come in the next few years. It just has to get here by 2027 so I don't owe eight people in Jacksonville Ruth's Chris dinner. It's quite the bill. I mean, I'm a vegetarian, so I'm not in on the steakhouse that much, oh, but okay. I can empathize I'm so, for what that I'm looks sure, like. I'm sure they have baller salads there. I mean, I, I, everything there is good. So. Well, I'm on, that re- go I'm on that reporter salary, not that host salary. That's, so. a, good, uh, that's a good point. <laughs> and I'm on that co-host salary, so if Brent's buying, I'm definitely eating. Yeah, all right. Hey, Stephanie say. Brown from WOKV 104.5. Nice job on this story, and uh, we look forward to more of your work. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. That's twice in a few weeks. We're going to have to start paying Stephanie to come on. Going to the bullpen. Bring it in Stephanie, man. She she does great work. Absolutely.